Hey guys, welcome back to the Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline. Feels so good to be back and just wow. <laughs> so excited to be back. I feel like I've just been changing and transforming so much. And yeah, there's just been a lot of newness in my life and a lot of figuring things out and a lot of needing to be patient. So that has been where I've been at. If you're new to the podcast, this podcast is all about finding your freedom. So, you know, connecting back to who are you authentically? Who are you at your core? Before you adapted all these narratives of how you needed to be and who you needed to be from society, from your family, from conditioning. Um, And something I'm thinking about today, but today we're going to talk about a lighter topic before I get into more intensity in my brain. But something I have been thinking about, also just going to say, leave a five-star review if you've been listening to the podcast, really means a lot. Um, I'll get back to what I was saying, but yeah, something I've been thinking about a lot is this concept in healing of something I've been experiencing of where I did this work on this one um, core wound that I had and I felt like I became authentic Madeline and anybody that tries to tell me that that's not right or that's wrong or whatever is wrong because like I figured it out. I figured my healing out and I'm done and this version of myself is like the right one and I'm healed now because I changed and transformed so much in 2018 and all those narratives um and that really is not a super effective way to be or how healing works and really puts really puts you on a pedestal and assumes that you are right (laughs) about everything um and that you just heal and evolve once and that you know you become your authentic self when like the reality of this podcast and the reality of all of this is that we are continually evolving and what I've been learning a lot about lately is that in relationships we are continually evolving, that those experiences, especially our, you know, our intimate relationships with partners, bring up stuff that we would have never fully been able to see or detect or be honest with ourselves or even be able to see because it's so core to us and has been keeping us safe for so long that there's no way that we would be able to remove those layers because it's like our safety blankets that are so attached that we can't see them because letting go of them means letting go of something big and core to us that has kept us safe has kept us in places of feeling familiar for such a long time and that means that it's a really tough thing for us to let go of so yeah, I mean, that is where that is where I'm at right now. 
of uncovering things about myself that are not always easy to do and I really there's going to be a guest episode next week um it has been delayed because to be completely candid with you guys the editing on that episode is the most editing I've ever had to do for an episode and it's also one of the longest that I've ever recorded so that is taking me a minute so thanks for being patient with that I know I've teased it on Instagram a couple times but it's a really special conversation so I want to make sure I edit it to be um as clear and important and and as impactful and gaining the original message as possible um but yeah as along with that an idea for a solo episode that I am really really wanting to do is about when finding your freedom goes too far which it feels like this fiery, this edge of this thing I'm going to be talking about because you guys know me if you've been listening to the podcast. Finding your freedom is my brand. It's my identity. It's my, it's who I am as a person and like our healing and our journey. Like we have these, these moments and these things where we, we start, you know, we heal and we let go of things that didn't serve us. Like um the safety blanket of perfectionism stopped serving me and it was very hard to let go of and I healed and freedom was what I was seeking and was really beautiful and good and still is good it still is a huge part of my life and it has felt really good to exist as this version of Madeline this free version of Madeline But um, now that I'm trying to explore healthy relationships and what that looks like, I'm realizing that being so focused on personal freedom creates a lot of separation between you and others. And that inherently just seeking freedom can push people away and I think there's a time and a place for your own personal exploration, exploration and your own personal freedom. And that is, you know, really amazing and really beautiful, but and I've had such a great time <laughs> finding my freedom and you guys have been listening to it through this podcast, but you know, I think at our core all of us do want this um this partner for certain periods of our life. We want to really do the work with someone. We want to we want to, you know, try being in relationships. We want to have a life partner. We want like all of those things and being so focused on just yourself and your own healing can prevent you from ever letting love in and it makes you separate from other people so I'm just gonna say that to start and to tease an episode coming soon because I think that will be a really great topic to talk about um when finding your freedom when independence um when the mentality of not needing people or love or relationships or not being open to feedback and all those things, like when that goes too far. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys about that. Um, 
Yeah. And to learn more about myself in, in this process with my own wounds and feelings and triggers. And, you know, I am like really thinking about astrology right now in my chart and definitely recommend getting the pattern app because there's a lot of interesting stuff there. But anyway, look at your chart and look at what your Saturn's in and tell me about it. <laughs> because that's what I'm thinking of right now. Or listen to my episode with, um, I think with Colin, actually. It's my Saturn's in Aries. Um, and Saturn has to do with duty and responsibility in Aries. is kind of like, woo! <laughs> um, so I think that's a big lesson for me. But anyway, today what I wanted to talk about and was motivated largely on how I was feeling last week in my um, in my period, very, very drained, is the idea of how we work with our cycles. And in this episode, I'm also going to mention um, natural cycles, um, the fertility awareness, awareness method, because that is all involved in this but I'm going to talk about the energies and I I feel like I briefly mentioned this in another episode but there hasn't really been one where I just kind of talked about the different stages of our cycles um and for scientific I'm going to mix in the scientific with the with the you know energetic I guess is what I would call it and that's like what I hope to do with a lot of my podcast and I do really want to talk more about the scientific because I think I shy away from it some but I know a lot about a lot (laughs) about the human body and not just the brain so definitely we'll talk about that more but you know in scientific literature they consider the first day of our cycle to be the first day of our period but intuitively what makes sense for me is you know, you have like a seven day period, probably less. And then once you're done with that seven day span of your kind of period week, then that first week is is day one. And this is when you end your period. This is when you're regaining your energy. You're feeling more in this go-getter energy. You're wanting to organize things you're feeling very like on it and ready to kind of start a new cycle and to just organize and move forward with things. And that's kind of that energy you're in and you're going to feel more of that energy. And then, you know, at the end of that seven days, um, around seven days after the end of your period is going to be ovulation. So, in general, in terms of fertility, ovulation is, you know, releasing that egg, you know, that if you're trying to get pregnant, that's a good time to (laughs) get sperm inside of you, Um, (laughs) to put it lightly. But, you know, when you're ovulating your body, you feel really good. You have your energy is growing and you know this is all kind of related to hormonally what is going on in your body so you're feeling really good um you know there's this kind of like estrogen like rising in your body and you're just you're feeling good you're feeling open you're feeling receptive you're probably feeling really interested in sex because our body is smart and wants us to have children um and you're probably feeling more of this vibrancy and expansive energy for life. 
So that's kind of the second week of your cycle. You have the first week after your period, the second week that's this like ovulatory week and you're feeling very expansive, very open, very flowy, very sexual. Um, And I want to say too, this is all like you'll start to feel this more and feel more in tune with this and maybe, you know, in tune, more in tune with yourself, not on birth control and really connecting back to these things and your cycle so with that week and relating this back to potentially using for the fertility awareness method is birth control and i want to say i'm not a doctor i'm not a gynecologist this isn't medical advice this is something i do this is something i know a lot of other people do um that are wanting to be in more in tune with their bodies and not use hormonal birth control which I do really want to have an episode about this but are not wanting to use hormonal birth control um to change their hormones and the way their their body is feeling and functioning and honestly how their brain is working um during their cycle so the first week after your period and then the week of ovulation It's a time when you're going to be super fertile and really like seven days after your period and a couple days after ovulation is this time that you can get pregnant. The hormones and what's going on in your body as well right after your period um, is changing the pH and the mucus inside of your vagina like mucus like in your nose but your vagina has it as well and the consistency of that is changing so that um, when a sperm (laughs) is inside of you I at heart I feel like I'm a five not even a five-year-old probably like a middle schooler when I like giggle about these things but like when there's sperm inside of you the cervical mucus is only in a consistency like this for a couple days of your cycle where it needs to be in this kind of thicker um, consistency for the sperm to like actually get um, deep into your body, like into your uterus and for fertilization to actually happen. Like without this consistency, like your sperm is like going to die. Your sperm, the sperm that is inside of you. So that is also occurring in your body. So kind of after those first two weeks of post your period and then the ovulation week, um, you aren't really fertile. You're going into right before you're about to have your period where your uterine lining is going to be shed. And, you know, the week before your period, your energy is going to start to drop. Um, you're going to start to feel more reactive to stress, more emotional um, potentially like, you know, just feeling more tired, more kind of pains or things in your body. But this week, the cool thing about it, um, is that you can, you can start, you know, having sex and not using some sort of protective method in the fertility awareness method, you know, the weeks where you can get pregnant it's, you know, a time to wear a condom, to use withdrawal as like a birth control method um, in the week before your period and on your period, which I want to say as well, like 
you need to be like tracking this and tracking your basal body temperature. Do not take this as medical advice. Learn more about this and hopefully this podcast will spark your energy, spark your interest in um, your energy as well to look into this more. And like there are resources out there for, you know, what to eat on certain parts of your cycle to optimize um hormonally what's going on in your body to give you more energy to combat some of the emotional feelings before your period um but this really all goes back to as women we live in a world where we're trying to operate um on a male schedule on what feels good for men's bodies for their 24-hour Um, hormonal cycle that repeats every day the same whereas women each week of the cycle um, our levels of energy are different and even you know like think of the week after our period and the week that we're ovulating it's a week where we feel you know like we have more energy than half the rest of the time that we are existing in a month versus with a man there's like an hour or two of the day where their testosterone is peaking and they're feeling this high energy feeling that we feel for like weeks at a time and then low energy feeling that we feel kind of for weeks at a time which i think is really cool but what i was saying is the week before your period and on your period is a safe time if you're tracking if you're being diligent don't want to get anyone in trouble with anything but to be having sex without a backup method which is cool that that's part of it because you also kind of feel more emotional um during that time and sad and sex is a great stress reliever and fun so that's cool that when stuff feels more intense and emotional that you get that added bonus so that's exciting um but yeah you know I feel like just when it's right before your cycle as well you're kind of just becoming more aware of um different potential problems or issues in your life and then on your period like really as a culture we live in such a hustle culture like letting even the first two days of your period be a slower pace if you work remote like working from bed trying to just like actually listen to your body and give you some time to recuperate when literally your body is like bleeding its brains out (laughs) not its brains but literally shedding part of our body that was preparing to have a life in it you know like this is a huge thing and a huge energy drain to be having what's going on hormonally and just shedding this amount in our body and this like amount of blood so actually listening to your body and tuning into it and I think I felt motivated to kind of release this episode because I realized I had not been you know working with my cycle and resting when I needed to rest sitting with my emotions when I needed to sit with my emotions and kind of tuning in when I needed to tune in Um, I think another thing I'll say too is I've noticed when my period ends sometimes I can actually feel almost a little bit more anxious but not really in an emotional way but in a way of like okay like I'm done with my period and I feel this surge of energy to 
to organize and to kind of like get things in a flow and feeling good and right um whereas on your period it's actually a really good time to be more feeling to be more emotional to just be more intuitive and connected with nature and the divine and your body and your intuition and like the more subtle things of life where as right after your period ends and when you're ovulating you know you're more in tuned with the small details not as much the emotional aspects so yeah I hope this is helpful I hope this gives you something to think about um as I end this episode I will be pitching (laughs) writing a draft and pitching an email which if you don't know how podcasting works that is how podcasting works to someone who is a researcher on kind of some of the psychological and um, physiological effects of birth control so I'm going to be sending that email so we can talk more about this topic because I think it is really important and I want more topics that are related to women's health and biology on the podcast as well besides the spiritual which is so so fun um so yeah I hope this was helpful I hope it sparks your interest in tracking your cycle for a birth control method um tracking your cycle as in aligning your life and your energy flow and organizing your 28 day cycle where you can be um more go 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 you know, those weeks of your cycle. So I hope this was helpful and sending you guys so much love. Hope you have an amazing week and I can't wait to come back soon with more podcast interviews, pitching to more guests as I get more settled into my new job, finding balance again in the nine to five and podcasting life Um, and a new relationship. If you listen to the end, you get to hear that juicy um, information. Um, Yeah, I have so much to say there. Um, As you guys know before, I was broken up with during an eclipse and then got into a new relationship with one, which I think is so amazing. I need to tell tell my astrologer friends (laughs) this piece of information. Um, But... Anyway, I'm sending you guys so much love. I hope you have an amazing week. Leave a review, all the things on Apple Podcasts, and I'm super grateful for you guys and can't wait to have some amazing guests soon. Um, So yeah, all the love and have a great rest of your week. Bye.